You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavericks. <laughs> All right, in three, two, welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and writer at Mavs.com. Your left stroke just went viral, Isaac Harris. <laughs> of all things, I should have I should have attached a link to it, like to one of my stories, so I could like try to get money off of it. Of all the things <laughs> in the world to get Okay, so let me just walk you through it. We're my wife and I are sitting there watching the All Star stuff. She enjoys watching it with me. The Fergie. Okay, well, first of all, we'll talk about it in a little bit. The intro, Kevin Hart, and all that. But Gosh. Fergie sings the national anthem, and I'm like, Did she sing oh. it though? Can we call it a singing? It was like, I don't even. We laughed so hard, and so then I, I was like, I gotta like tape this, and I originally taped it just to send it to like send it to somebody. Cause I never, I never, I never take pictures of my TV and like post it, but then it was just too good. And I was like, oh, I'm going to tweet it out. Did not know the storm that was about to come. So now we're at, we're at a couple, couple hours since then, I guess. Yeah. It's at 18,000 retweets and 38,000 likes. And it's been used on like billboard and like Yahoo and all these, Steph watches it at halftime and likes it. <laughs> the best part. And like I don't even, I can't even I don't even know who's like liking and retweeting it because my phone just keeps locking up and I'm 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 trending in Canada and I'm like <laughs> okay everybody like go to my profile so I'm getting like followers off of it and I'm like oh cool they're clicking on my profile go to my you know go to the link make me some money like so I almost want to be like some of those people that like replies to it you know to where it pops down. To, and like the first tweet that's yeah, replied to is like a link. Like, hey guys, go check out my. And but, like, thanks. Uh, my wife's much more excited about it than I am. I think it's funny, but she's like, "Oh my gosh, get me on Ellen." <laughs> I'm like, "What? You're not even in the video. <laughs> I'm not even in it. I'm not even doing anything. I just made fun of Fergie." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, Fergie. Appreciate it." <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. So but, great. so so the intro to the All Star Weekend. Just well, I guess just the intro is just one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> like honestly, like I was in drama camp and like in, in like in elementary school, middle school, and we put on better productions than that. <laughs> okay, so the the idea was that they they wanted to do some like theatrical like movie like set type thing. And it was Rob Riggle, who how do you I like ex- him? How do I explain where he's from? Like, I, he was on New Girl a couple times. He's like randomly he, he, on sitcoms. He tries. I'm not a know. fan. And then Kevin Hart, who is is <laughs> extremely overexposed by now. I think it was Candace Buckner. I think she she's a uh, isn't she a DC writer? Something with the Wizards. Yeah, yeah for the Wizards. She said she said guys, we have we have allowed Ke- we have empowered Kevin Hart for far too long now. <laughs> I actually disagree with that. I love Kevin Hart. 
Like, I love him. It's just too much. It's just too much. I so, think the whole set, like, I think the best part was him making fun of them in the, like, the lineups. Oh, that took like, so every, long. It took, like, 14 minutes for them to introduce all the players. It couldn't be worse than the Wild Wild West. Yeah, Whatever that was that weird. Was. So that they just set up this whole thing where, where Kevin Hart was like, I want to play in the NBA now. My, my new shtick is that I'm going to play in the NBA. I'm going to be an all-star. And so Rob Riggle like, tries to take him through scene by scene how he's going to become an all-star and the things he has to do. And it, they're like, one of the things is like hard work. And they bring out Queen Latifah and she like raps about it. And then they bring out Ludacris. And I'm like, what the heck are we doing? Like, where are we? Are we in the 90s? And the the little white on? dude from uh, Pitch Perfect. What's his name? Oh, uh, Adam, Adam Divine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was funny. Like, just, I'm just so like, what's random. going on? I was so confused, and yeah, it, it did take. I mean, it, on the on the broadcast, it said it started at seven. Yeah, and I'm and like, I think I would rather listen to Shaq and Chuck for the last thirty minutes. Oh, because how, literally, it's like seven thirty. How good was was Chuck just like cracking up about Fergie, and then Shaq just defending her <laughs> over and over again because you know they're like good friends, or you know that they have like a relationship off and off. Yeah, I was oh, he's like so hard. Fergie, Fergie, you're my girl. Fergie, you did something different. You tried, and then Chuck's <laughs> just like, "Come on, man! Like she, she, she did try." <laughs> And Ernie Johnson's like trying to mediate like he always does. He's like, yeah. you know, Mark, Marvin Gaye tried to do something different. You know, blah, 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 tried to do something different. And then Chuck is like, yeah, Marvin Gaye, he tried it and he did it right. <laughs> something <laughs> different. It worked. I think Chuck said he needed a cigarette after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like I need a cigarette. That it was, was the in Fergie's National Anthem, it was the players' reactions. Like, you know, when the players, because oh, yeah. they know the cameras are on them, so they can't be disrespectful or nothing. And that they were they were holding it in so bad, and like Draymond and like Draymond even smiled in the middle. That's the best part of your video. So go well, they show, if you guys they haven't seen chance. the video, go to at Isaac L Harris if 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 his Twitter isn't like exploded by now. <laughs> they show Chance on the front row, and oh, Chance yeah. is just like cracking up. No, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was like <laughs> outwardly laughing. That was so great. Oh, she was so bad. Jimmy Kimmel's like, this is going to be on my show for the next three days. (laughs) Oh, yeah, forever. Oh, man, I laughed so dang hard. But For all the stuff that that happens with the anthem, like all the anthem talk we've had the last couple years, Yeah, this is just a reminder that sometimes... (laughs) I saw so many tweets saying, you know, Kaepernick wouldn't kneel for this. He would would stand up and say, come on, your national is more disrespectful. Stand up and walk out. I heard, I saw somebody say, uh, even Trump would kneel for this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So the All-Star game was interesting. Obviously, it happened last night. But we are also here today to talk about all the rest of the stuff from the weekend besides the Rising Stars. We already talked about that. But uh, we will talk about the dunk contest debacle. The robbery. The robbery. The, the the destruction of anything that is like coherent. The quote unquote from Dennis on Instagram: "Highway robbery." Nice. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the three point, the skills contest, and just talk about All Star Weekend. So, not a lot going on right now with with the Mavs, but uh, we had Dennis this weekend. We already talked about in our podcast the other day how he did in the Rising Stars. So you guys can go check out that. We're going to talk about the rest of the All-Star Weekend today. And then tomorrow, we are going to redo our top 10 for the NBA draft. So if you guys are clamoring for some draft stuff, we are going to do the top 10 uh, tomorrow. So that's going to be Tuesday's show. 
so you guys can check that out and listen to who we think should go you know for for the mavericks who we think the mavericks big board is essentially for one through ten and then we'll, we'll go through that i think mine has definitely changed since the last time we did it so we'll we'll compare and contrast since the last time we did i think it was a couple weeks ago a month ago yeah it feels like three or four weeks ago so we will go through that definitely tomorrow so if you're interested in draft stuff i don't know fast forward a day i guess if you can do yeah that. we might try to spend we'll have we'll have four or five days in between you know before their first game coming up on i think friday in la so maybe we can spend a couple of days on it give some draft stuff this is all maps fans are um excited about it right now so we'll try to spend at least a day or so on it maybe get, get some, back and, maybe bring some guys in we know some people yeah we gotta start we gotta start pulling we gotta start pulling some people in start pulling you got your boy cole Swicker yeah, Cole is very good. I I really enjoy Air listening Swicker. to Cole. And uh, Wick, that's weird. So we'll uh, we'll get him. We'll bring Charks in. I feel like Charks has got some things to say about the Mavericks. I just talked to him the other day about doing it, and he was like, "Dude, anytime." So yeah, try to get him. On. And then we're only one degree separated from Bill Simmons, so we can just get him on. Then I don't know if we want to hear Bill's draft takes. <laughs> I do. Really? He probably doesn't even know who Michael Bridges is. <laughs> he's like i know who mikhail bridges is <laughs> that's i actually learned i actually learned that it's it's pronounced michael now. is it really okay i so, used to say uh, mikhail or whatever but i said that too. actually and he balled out the other day man i love him you know he's my crush but yeah i'm excited i'm excited about him for sure i think my uh my my 2k players close closest to him before i knew who he was that's who i made my 2k player to be <laughs> super long arms three-point shooter defensive stopper yeah. All right, so let's go right into this. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. The skills competition, I, I totally our wish. Two, I, our boys came down to the finals. I should have texted I you. I totally wish I would have put money on it, uh, but I had Spencer Dinwiddie in it, and uh, he ended up winning the entire thing on a uh, just a just a great pass. He made the <laughs> pass, man. Like I picked Markinen to win it, and I was feeling confident, and you picked Dinwiddie, and then they met in the finals, and – I love how <sighs> Reggie Miller. No, don't say you love how and then Reggie Miller. No, no, no. That's not a good sentence. I was going to say, I love how the announcers were making a big deal saying, oh, the pass doesn't matter. It's all about the shot. And then I remembered who the announcer was. Because uh, they were saying that at the beginning, saying, oh, it doesn't matter about the pass too much. It's about making the three-point shot and all this stuff. I'm like, Reggie Miller has like 40 assists for his career. Yeah. Thanks, Reggie. <laughs> they should have took his mic and like crushed okay. it with their foot. Speaking of overexposed, we talk about Kevin Hart, but <laughs> Reggie Miller was on every single Everything. event this weekend, and it was—I mean, it's just too much. Like, who who is telling them? Somebody is telling somebody is telling him that he's good, and it's like the mom in like middle school that has the, like the son or daughter that thinks she's going to be in the next like Carrie Underwood and they're like trying to do the national anthem at the like middle school basketball game and you're like you're horrible you are absolutely horrible your parents need to be more honest with you and tell you you're bad pick a new career field or a new hobby somebody needs to tell Reggie wow. Miller he is horrible like he's bad and somebody so, like above him believes it would you say that Reggie Miller is the honey boo boo of NBA broadcasters yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Honey Boo Boo Ridge. I love when people say on Twitter like like Marv Albert already called out Reggie Miller for saying something <laughs> for saying something that was incorrect. <laughs> I love it because he just goes, "Well, actually, that's not correct," you know. <laughs> yeah, 
I love Marv. I love all the non. Well, he, do, he does not. I care. actually don't mind C Web. I, I don't care. C-Web I don't. I, yeah, I don't mind Weber either. I think C Web in the studio is awesome. I saw that not too long ago. I'm like, man, he's great. Like running the show, kind of. But oh, speaking of in studio, the Shaq and Kobe interview was so good. I have it taped. I haven't got to watch it. Okay, that I mean, everybody knows that's like that's like my childhood right there. Like that's, that's me growing up, right like watching those guys when I was you know ten, eleven years old, and watching this whole saga and like that. I mean, they they interview each other. So if you haven't seen these players only interviews, the players only broadcasts are terrible. The players only interviews I think are are really good and really working. Yeah. Yeah, I like those a lot. So it's a player on one side, player on another side, and they just talk to each other and interview each other about their career. They each have like five or six questions prepared or something like that. And then they, uh, yeah, then they just, they go back I keep back on and waiting forth. for the Michael and Scotty one. I want to see that. That one will be interesting. If they do that. I wish they would. Yeah, that one will be good. If, if he would do that. I don't know if Jordan would do that. He just been completely out of the spotlight. Yeah, he just smokes cigars and <laughs> kicks it, kicks it, golfs and owns the Hornets. <laughs> uh, what did you think about everyone wearing the city jerseys all weekend? It was fine. I mean, they're trying to sell the jerseys, but like some of them are. I mean, they're probably about they have Golden I, States was absolutely horrible. My, I also don't like the Cleveland one, like the gray ones that that Nance wore yeah. in the dunk contest. The uh, the Jazz ones are good though. I like those. Oh. They look so good. I think they have about a twenty five percent hit like success rate. <laughs> you can't go above three colors. That's the thing. You get past three. And Golden State has four. They had like yellow, teal, red, and like navy blue. Yeah, it's, and I'm like, it's what are you doing? <laughs> but, I really like the All Star jerseys though. Oh, super love clean. The All Star because I love logo shoes. in the middle. So good. I love shoes, and that allows them to wear what. For instance, Dennis. Dennis's shoes didn't match. At and all. And it drove me nuts. Now, it was really cool because Under Armour's trying to promote this new shoe, the Heat Seeker. Had a cool box. Like I like really, I like that shoe, too. It's really nice. They really promoted up. Like, he even put the box on Instagram, and it was like a rim, like a clear backboard. The shoes were in. Like, it was super nice. Didn't match. And I get it because the shoe companies are like, hey, if he rolled out in a black shoe, no one's going to be looking at his shoes, right? You know? Yeah, but, it's got to stand out. So they put it in a coral. But look, listen, he could have wore it in the green that matches with the jersey, even a bright blue or something, and it would still would have stuck out. But I hate when players don't match their shoes. So therefore, the All-Star Game jerseys were awesome because so all good. their shoes matched. So good. And I can see people actually buying those. I can I can see people oh, yeah. going out and like trying to get those. For sure. All right, the, uh, the three-point contest, it was interesting. I mean, it, it did... It doesn't seem like guys are hitting <laughs> as well. Like it was terrible for a little while. Like LA nightlife. Like Paul George had nine, I think. <laughs> God, he was horrible. It was terrible. If you would have asked me who was the last two in the three point contest before it started, I would have said Tobias Harris and Paul George. Like <laughs> last and second to last. Oh yeah. Tobias actually didn't do bad. Tobias had a chance to win the whole dang thing. Yeah, he did. And he messed it up on the last two racks in the finals, but and if you want to talk about so the the Saturday night was when they did the players only so they just had they had Brent Berry who I like Chris Webber who I like and uh, Reggie Miller just ruined it all but they get yeah. focused on these on this on these one thing like this one specific point that they get focused on and then they just repeat it the rest of the broadcast yeah, and on. so they're like Tobias Harris he's doing his actual jump shot he's doing his in game jump shot I'm like 
Okay. <laughs> cool. That was a good observation, yeah. like 20 minutes Yeah, it was a good observation once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Dennis Scott, you don't have to say it over and over again. That's what Dennis Scott does. Oh, so we'll get to the dunk contest, but Dennis Scott and players only, he says players only so wow. much, just so like so much. He said it to when he was introducing the judges for the dunk contest. He said it to, to DJ Leslie? Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. he was like players only baby we'll get, and he, well, he looks we'll at dj Khaled. And he second. was like what <laughs> we'll get the dj Khaled in just a little bit oh man um we'll the three-point contest was i thought it was fairly boring and but here's the thing can we set something straight from espn to slam magazine to all these people tweeting out and saying this is the most points yeah. ever scored in the finals by devin you know devin booker set the record they didn't bring out a money ball rack until 2014. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get, like, stop it. Like, of course he could, the total amount of points you could score after 2014 is a lot higher than what you could back in, like, Larry Bird's day. So if they, they need to talk about shots made instead of points. And I, you just saw that headline a lot of, he sets the record for the most points in a round. Well, the crap, stop. Like, replace four of Larry Bird's balls for two-point balls, and there you go. Like, <laughs> You know what this yeah. is? You know what this is exactly like? So we both saw Black Panther. We both loved it. think it's a great yes. movie. Thought it was awesome. However, yes. you're seeing all these headlines now that are saying Black Panther, the fifth highest grossing opening box office weekend ever. Like, highest yeah. ever. The reason is they're starting to open all these theaters on t- – thursday now it used to be like friday at midnight like it would come out you know and and people would have to go to the midnight showing of it because it was only for the weekend and so you'd have to to go to that midnight showing on on friday and now they creeping it back creeping it back now there's like 7 p.m shows like thursday and there's all day on friday so you have like a 9 a.m at alamo you have like all these (laughs) like open so much longer so it's the exact same thing where it's you have all this extra opportunity and so of course it's going to be higher than anything else that's happened before (laughs) Yeah, it's like Black Friday. Well, it used to start like in the morning when yeah. stores open, then midnight. Now it's like 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving, stores are opening. And yeah, like what's going Way on? Way more opportunity. So that that's exactly right. Uh, should have picked, I probably should have picked Devin Booker. I picked Bradley Beal. He had like 15 in the first round. It was fine. I picked Ellington. Ellington had 17, and like he was like the second or third shooter. And, and it I'm didn't like, look good. Like 17 know, looked like, like he's out. Gonna, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm surprised they actually, only take three to the finals. Yeah, you not like half. Or, and they only do two rounds. I feel like they used to do three rounds, but I guess people got tired or something. Yeah, but Watch you think they, they'd Steph's start that field, then they go to four, and then they go to two, and then they'd finish it, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like oh, that well. I feel like that's what they should do. But maybe making it longer isn't better. <laughs> Let's get to the travesty. I'm all, all right, I'm here we go. Already. The dunk contest. If we can call it a contest, because that's not really what it was. I cannot stand these sports in the Olympics where I don't know who wins. You get to the end and you're like, I don't know. Did you just win? Like figure skating, some of it is obviously impressive. Like the feats that they do, you know, seeing these guys do the flips, doing the spins, all that stuff. Obviously, it's all impressive. It's fun to watch. But then you get to the end and you're waiting for these scores. And then you're seeing these little like green and yellow dots that are like, these things that these, you know, this trick is under review. This certain movement is, you know, good. This one is was a red dot. Like, what the heck does that mean? You have to, yeah, like, I have to be explained the rules every single time I watch it, which just doesn't make for a good sport. And 
like not not the rules of of specific things but how you score it <laughs> like you shouldn't have to be explained scoring in you know any sport that you just turn have to turn on to watch once every four years like curling is kind of the same too people are all fake getting excited about curling and yeah. it's fun for like an hour but then after a while you're like i have no idea how they're scoring this like <laughs> like what are you especially if you're watching without the sound on and the the dunk contest is the exact same way you're like there's no method for scoring all it is they throw five people out there and they give them you know a ranking <laughs> between between what seven and ten there was not a six given right <laughs> like i don't think oh they, yeah because the miss dunk got a seven so the judges for the dunk contest and if you guys didn't know dennis smith jr did not win he came in third the judges <laughs> for this dunk contest this is a dunk oh contest God. this is this is you're you're putting people out there that know and have general knowledge of dunking what's entertaining what is something that, that took your breath away something we haven't seen before probably the history of the dunk contest you'd want people out there you'd probably want somebody that has actually maybe dunked before in their life these are the judges they throw out there and they announced them on a stage they brought them out and like when i saw it happen i was like you know no they're just like who why are they bringing these people out i literally asked that question and we had some people over at our house and they're like bro why why these are actually these are judges and i said i literally looked down and said you're lying there's no way these are the judges dr j totally totally understandable that one's one of the best ever. totally fine Love him. one of the best dunkers ever one of the best players in nba history totally understand it lisa leslie also wnba great she's you know hall of famer she has dunked herself i can totally can we just say that, that they kind of built that up though when he, they asked lisa about dunking and they said yeah what's your go-to dunk how she was the first dunks? wnba player to dunk i think but how many dunks does did she ever have up her sleeve you know two-handed one-handed but Okay. Outside of that, if we're just what do we got? If we're just putting her up against the rest of this crap, then no, no, no. I she has dunked. They, that is that is like he built. They built it up when they announced it. They said they literally asked her. So what's your go-to dunk? You know, and I'm like, Yo. how many dunks do you got? Like, well, you got one-handed, one left-handed, right-handed, two-handed. I don't see you doing anything else besides that. But don't judge her credentials by Dennis Scott's question that he asked him on the podium. Uh, and on he the literally stage. asked her, players only, right? Like, Play, players only Scott. baby crap I, i'd rather take dennis scott a judge over these last three by the way dennis scott met him at summer league two years ago he sat with me during it almost an entire day of games talked with me the entire time he is such a nice person such a great guy love him to death he seems like he's cool he is super cool would, would love to hang out with him the players only thing though gets on my nerves okay <laughs> moving on there are things that you do that get on my nerves and dennis scott so we, we can put that away these are the rest of the judges that they have for the dunk contest chris rock which i can understand if that's your only entertainer no i you shouldn't have entertainers stop it just throw the one out there it's be like ah it's whatever it's kind of your throwaway judge mark Wahlberg, who was like probably like Kevin Hart gets all the hate for being short. Like Mark Wahlberg is not that much taller than Kevin Hart. <laughs> like what? What is your creds, man? Like what? What is your invincible? He didn't even seem like he wanted to be there. No, this dude walked out of the freaking second half when he went to the Super Bowl for his team. I don't. What the crap, man? You can't do better than Mark Wahlberg. Like I, shooter, bro. That's awesome. Love shooter. Love, love, like some of your movies. Like some of your movies are cool, but like Mark Wahlberg NBA, is five man. eight. He's three inches taller than Kevin Hart. There's no other former players 
that could have been doing that. I would besides. argue I would argue that there were 20 people in the room that were more qualified <laughs> than the last 3 judges. Yeah. And he Definitely. literally he literally said when Dennis got asked him they said what what goes into like your judging dunks and stuff. He goes, "Well, we're going to look down at that man down there." Points at Dr. J. He said cuz he knows what about Duncan. They literally just like, "All right, look, all right, Doc, what are you going to do?" They ain't they're not even like trying to judge <laughs> like what the freak, man? Like why is Mark Wahlberg a judge? And when they were do when they were trying to think on their own, they did what DJ Khaled did, who was the fifth judge, and he what a just joke, man. Oh, just w- so dumb. DJ Khaled, bro, what are you? You're are you, are you a promoter? Are you a producer? Are you a rapper? Now he just adds the the dunk contest judge in there and just handing out tens like he's Oprah. Handing When's out the last time DJ Khaled DJ? That's what I want to know. <laughs> My gosh, man. We should ask Poison Ivy that. <laughs> she would probably Ivy know. knows him. By the way, shout out to Poison Ivy today. She did the uh, the DJing at the All Star game. Heck yeah, man. She's awesome. Super excited for her. So those are your dunk contest judges, and and let's just be honest. Let's just say something. I tweeted out before the thing even started. It wasn't just because I saw some people afterwards saying, "Oh, y'all only complaining about the judges because Dennis didn't win." No, I tweeted out in all caps. What? These are the judges? Like yeah. before this thing even started, it was. It didn't matter about just no. because Dennis losing stuff. Why? It's never been like that before. Like, I remember the days where it was just all legends, like straight legends, like dunk contest winners, and even like Kenny Smith and like Shaq right. and them, like Barkley, like get them crap. What the freak, man? What are we doing? Well, like, what happened to when the judges, like when they would throw out somebody and you're like, oh, that, that player has never dunked before, and so why are you throwing that player out? That was the thing we complained about, and now it's like, it's this. Like, also... What entertainment value is DJ Khaled, Chris Rock, and Mark Wahlberg bringing to this broadcast? Let's just look at it not in the sense of what their credentials are for this. Like, you're bringing them out there to set in a chair to entertain and and to to be you know their personality and to to you know say things. They don't say anything the whole time. They don't. No, they used to back in the day. You and you would think that that's the route they would take. You know, they'd have like maybe have them mic'd up. And Chris Rock would be making a joke, or you know, they would be asking DJ Khaled what he thought about a dunk or something. No, nah, bro, one. they just sat there in a freaking chair and just handed out tens and random crap. It was terrible. So terrible. Dennis like, Smith Jr. goes for his dunk. first attempt. Uh, we don't even get to see his first attempt at a dunk because they didn't come back from commercial break. We just saw like the tail end of it. So it was the 360 windmill that he tried in the rookie game. Yeah. And it was going to be nasty. And he even said after after it all, he said, you know, my his only regret is not trying that again. And because he didn't, he, he completely he missed it, completely abandoned it, went to his cock back, you know, pull down dunk that he did in warmups back in I think the summer league or something like that. Yeah. And which is a great dunk. Like yeah. it is a very very good dunk. It just didn't have the drama attached to it. Like everyone was making jokes about, oh, he should have. I said he should have jumped over Hot Wheels. Like people were talking about, he should have jumped over Bieber and like different stuff and did that dunk, and he would have got a much more. Like if this if this dunk contest didn't prove to you that Dennis is all about business and yeah. not about the other crap, then I don't know what what is because. He was like, let me go throw down my dunk. And the fact that he got a 39 
when Oladipo, right before him, I think it was right before him, yep. missed his first dunk and got a 31. It's only eight points higher? What the crap, man? Or you can look at it this way. It's only an eight-point deduction if you don't make the dunk the whole entire point. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, that, that's just that's just dumb. Like, just the fact that he got a 39. Like, that dunk is so and, – and, and listen, I know Aaron Gordon did that two years ago. And it looked nasty. Aaron Gordon did it great. But some of these other dunks were done too before. So, like, why why was Dennis punish, punished? And, like, why was not – it wasn't even, like, overhyped either. I think they showed, like, one replay. I don't even remember them showing – like the other ones, they showed like three or four times in slow mo and all this stuff. Dennis six three Dennis over here came palm a ball, cocks it back over his head, cocks it down past like his waist, and then dunks it. And basket. everybody's just everybody's acting like it's just some like okay, cool, you know, normal dunk. Okay, it's frustrating, completely frustrating. So he gets the thirty nine. He uh, got eights from everybody except for DJ Khaled. Which cool, thanks Khaled. DJ Khaled gave the exact same score to. To Oladipo that he did to Dennis when he didn't did he even really? make the dunk. So Oladipo, you get three tries, and he did. And if you don't make it on three attempts, because they used to do unlimited tries, and it would take forever. So he did. You know, you only get three attempts. He three attempts it doesn't make the dunk the entire time. Gets a thirty-one. Dennis goes in there, first try misses a dunk, then attempts another one. Does the you know reverse double clutch? You know, kind of puts the ball between his legs and then dunks it behind him. And he only gets a 39. And that's where I think we have the most frustration. Because then he goes out there and his second dunk his second dunk was the reverse 360 between the legs that everybody was freaking out about. Which, by the way, Reggie Miller was like, he switched hands. Look at him. He switched hands. You have to switch hands. That's, yeah, I think you have to switch yeah, hands. That's how you do the, the dunk, down. Reggie. That's how you put it between your legs. So, <laughs> like Best I, dunk of the night. Definitely. Down. Definitely best dunk. And, and we got to give props, too. I thought Donovan Mitchell's first dunk was great. Yeah, the, I thought so too. Off the other backboard, that as soon as it happened, he started pulling up the goal. I told my friends, I'm like, man, this like takes me back to high school days, throwing it off the wall. You know, right. like, people would try to throw off the wall. He recreated. He didn't only ca- caught it. He like did a windmill. I thought it was awesome. Dunk. Yeah. Thought Larry Nance's dunk with his dad, cool. Like he was super high. I mean, he was his head yeah. was like at the rim with that dunk. That was cool. S- super high perfect like you know all the pictures along with his dad and stuff like so cool like that had to be done and it was a a cool dunk i have exception with the other dunks they did (laughs) that i was like really we're getting a little too um a little bit a little too overboard with some of this other crap can't stand it kevin hart cool let's make you uh bend down like he brought donovan mitchell brings out kevin hart his younger sister and what and some other people i don't know if anybody if any other podcast loves donovan mitchell and larry nance as much as we do <laughs> like like i love larry uh, nance yeah. so much and he loves donovan mitchell so much and so for us to like trash them right now is not like normal <laughs> i know and i hate i hated that it had to be like mitchell because if dennis wasn't in it i would be rooting for him all day but like that i mean cool dunk but still, like it's not Larry Nance is underneath the backboard, Vince Carter thing. I was super hyped when, you know, Mitchell bought out Daryl Griffith, Dr. Duncanstein, his old school jersey, because, you know, Griffith played for Griffith was kinda like Mitchell. He played for Louisville. That's a deep big cut time too. 
big time, big time dunker at Louisville. And it was so cool. I texted my dad as soon as it happened because, like, oh my gosh, Gerald Griffith. And uh, and then obviously Griffith played for the Jazz too, so it's pretty cool for Mitchell. But yeah, I mean, it's just it was really cool to see Twitter unite afterwards and be like, Dennis Smith got robbed. I mean, from the Ringer, from Katie Nolan to I mean, college players to I mean, NBA players. Everybody was talking about Dennis got robbed because he just went out there and did business, man. Like he didn't bring out the showboat crap. He didn't bring out all the showman stuff, like. And he said it himself right after the dunk contest. He tweeted at Dennis Smith Jr. Double pump equals thirty nine. At Victor Oladipo, no dunk equals thirty one. What that looked like? <laughs> so funny. Love. And when I was referencing earlier, like um, the Mavericks, you know, posted on their Instagram of him dunking, and Dennis comments on it and says "highway robbery" in all caps. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I think this is his first one. Next year sets the stage. It's in Charlotte. He'll do it. Yeah, because that's um, where he's from. Yeah. Next year should be great because he'll do it. I would put a lot of money that Steph Curry will do it because he'll be at home. Not in the, the three dunk point, contest. Not the, yeah, the three-point <laughs> contest. <laughs> also, I saw somebody with a Seth Curry player tee, Dallas, in the crowd with uh, Shaq and them today. Nice. They panned. Pan through the crowd, I'm like, wow, shout to you. Steph Curry posted on his Instagram story that, that he did the family feud, and I wonder if Seth was doing it with him too. Oh, he had to if they did. I saw I, I saw Aisha and Dell. I didn't Probably see any, Dell was in it too. I didn't see anybody Seth. else. So that's that. They, you know, they filmed those like all at once, and then they, yeah, like put them out the rest of the year. That you know, Steve Harvey works like two weekends a year <laughs> on, on Family Feud, chilling. and he's on TV every single day for that show. Um, so. Dennis Smith Jr. missed the second round. He by five points. Yeah. Larry cool. Nance ninety three total combined with his two dunks. Dennis Smith Jr. eighty nine. So if he would have got five more points off that first dunk, if he, if he gets five more points off the first dunk, it would have been a forty four. That's fine. DJ Khaled should never be the fact that DJ Khaled gave. Him and Oladipo the same the same number of seven. It should just, I mean he should never be allowed back in that place again. No. Like, just kick him out of All Star Weekend forever. Get him out of there. Did you see what they did to DJ Khaled during the All Star game though? No. During a timeout, they the all the mascots are doing the dunking off the trampoline thing, and they pulled yeah. DJ Khaled out and they put him on the other side of the trampoline and then they put a blindfold over him, had him hold the ball up. And then they just removed all the stuff and just left him out there standing, holding the ball in the middle of the court by himself. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but then they had like DeRozan come out and smack the ball out of his hands, and then they had Draymond come up and like put his arm around him and be like, "Hey, man, you're, you're like, you're yeah. like they're messing with you." And then he just played it off. <laughs> so, all right. Well, sorry guys, we didn't do a pod. Yeah, yesterday. So I was thoroughly I, upset. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I think that this situation for Dennis is actually the best outcome besides him actually winning it. This is why. I wanted to see the other two dunks. Yes. He had four. We wanted to see the other were... two dunks, but they're kept in mystery now. He was And he the... obviously kept them. Like he obviously kept the best ones for the second round. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And so those are in mystery. We don't know those yet. He everybody's saying that he won the dunk contest. Everybody's saying yeah. that he had the best dunk of the night. That's the best position to be in because 
the dunk contest wasn't that great. It wasn't like Levine and Gordon. It wasn't that. And he essentially won the night. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been better if he won, but. But it's the second best play position for him to be in. Now he's coming up this next year. Everybody's going to be saying, oh, he got robbed last year. And now he's going to come in. He's going to be, you know, be ready to go. He knows how to do it now. He's been in it one time because it's different from, you know, a high school dunk contest. And that's the only kind of dunk contest he's been in was like high school and, you know, (laughs) middle school maybe. So now he understands the idea. He understands probably the pacing. He understands the day. He understands what the judges want. Maybe he brings out some more like props and random stuff like that. Like maybe he tries to go that way and get some extra points added on. Uh, By the way, if any group of judges is going to add extra for like props and and like pageantry and entertainment, it's going to be Chris Rock, Mark Wahlberg, and DJ Khaled. <laughs> if you think about it, you know, like that's exactly they basically pandered to their group. Yeah, I mean, that's why I mean Mitchell, he broke out the Carter jersey. Obviously, that's my favorite dunk contest and. I mean, he didn't really do it like Carter did. But what do you think about doing a throwback to a player that's actually still in the league right now? No, I think it's cool. I don't. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Some people much. were complaining like, about it. I thought it was fine too, but I just think it's kind of funny that, like, bro, he's still in the league. <laughs> well, if somebody brought it like an Aaron Gordon jersey or something, or Levine, <laughs> that'd be wild. No, I mean, it'd be cool next year if Levine's back, Gordon does it again, Dennis, you know, and Mitchell or something. That would be really fun. That would be super fun because Levine was talking about how he was. Levine was the best commentator on that group because he actually had. He should have been a judge and new stuff. He should have been. You know what they should do? They should just make the past five dunk contest champions the you know the the judges. Yeah. Or do do you have to have won the slam dunk contest? So it should be like Dominique Wilkins. He was in the room. (laughs) Dominique Wilkins there. Doctor J. Levine. Jordan was probably there. Put Jordan. You know, just like. I don't know. I don't know if these guys just won't do it or what it is, but it's not a hard job. Nobody's asking you to even talk. Like just set up there and hold up a number. It's all DJ Khaled did. A bad number. Stupid man. That made me so mad. <sighs> hey, DJ Khaled. Never another one. Never. Never. <laughs> so not stupid. another one. What do you think of the All Star game? All right, let's give our quick thoughts about the All Star game, and then we'll go. I enjoyed it. I completely enjoyed it. I from the jump, you could tell that there was just. I don't know. They put maybe 20%, 25% extra effort on defense yeah. than normal. I mean, the the flow of the game was kind of normal for an NBA game. Come out, you start, you you know, you're you're trying hard at the beginning, then in like the third quarter you kind of just like lax and you, know, you got to drift and then you get to the end, you keep it close and then all of a sudden you just go at it and at the end. And it it kind of flowed exactly like an NBA game. You know, the guys were going back and forth. There was clutch moments at the end. There was a review that took way too long that was called incorrectly you know like all this stuff that was so weird <laughs> there's all this stuff that happened that's like oh this is a normal nba game yeah i thought it was kind of boring at first um i don't know they're just missing a lot of shots and i was like okay whatever um <clears throat> but towards the end man it got really it got really fun towards the end they were definitely trying and uh it's cool seeing the differences between players that's trying not trying seeing what players are trying to get the mvp lebron was clearly trying to get it and then seeing somebody like towns get in there and actually like try really hard but man i think one of the biggest takeaways is you know i've never been completely on the hype train for joel Embiid like a lot of people are yes Um, but it was it was pretty pretty crazy to see him 
at that level at the end of the game. In crunch time. And, like, these crunch time minutes actually mattered. Yeah, and them feeding him with LeBron on him. And it's like he's one of, you know, those those guys. And it, it was just wild to see somebody like that already. And it was cool. It was cool for him. It's cool because, you know, obviously the Russ thing, and he don't, <laughs> don't care too much for Russ. That was so great. I told my wife that. I was like, yeah, you don't like Russ. And she's like, does anybody? I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah, a lot of people like Russ. No, they don't. Yes, they do. A lot of people like Russell Westbrook. Okay. I my the last podcast I did, there was the co-host doesn't. The co-host was like obsessed with Russell Westbrook and could not like we could not get a pod a Mavericks centered podcast. He never tried to talk to him then. A Mavericks centered podcast. We could not finish it without him bringing up the Russell Westbrook should have won MVP that year. It was just ridiculous. Hmm. No, he's never talked to him. Uh, but no, it was a, it was a fun game. It's cool that they changed the format uh, with that, and uh, hopefully they keep it like that going forward. Also, enough with the we should televise the draft stuff. Like, yes, <laughs> we all know at this point the the, yeah. like, the thing they said on the broadcast as soon as they were done with the game was like, and next year we will you know, televise the draft and it'll be right. At, they should do it right at center court. Like, all right, everybody has said that. You're not saying anything. Like, you're not bringing anything new to the conversation at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they will next year. Hopefully, they will. It'll be a lot of fun. Maybe not before the draft, but like at least because I think they at least want to get the jerseys made. And I mean, I guess you can make reversible ones. They should make one for both teams. What yeah. they, I think one of the things that also helped was that you get these guys that are you know Team LeBron, Team Curry. You're you're on that for a couple you know a week or so, and you like you there's probably a group text, right? <laughs> there's probably a, a group chat that, that those guys are all in. They're like, you know, you start feeling this, this camaraderie between that team. And I think that probably helped a little bit. Cause you start, you know, sort of bonded with these guys over you yeah. know, that, that time that they had. Cause they just, you associate yourself with that group, which player LeBron or Steph is not a captain first. If they keep the same format and how long does it oh, take? There's no way LeBron's not a captain next year. No, I know. I mean, like, how long does it take and who is the next one, you know? I think Embiid could take him in a couple of years. Yeah. As far as the – because you have to win the popular Giannis, vote. Giannis almost took him this year. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking Embiid because he's just Durant so, Durant like, could take Curry probably. Twitter, yeah. But it'll be fun. Speaking of Durant and LeBron, they will not stu- shut up and dribble, and that is all I will say. Nor should they. Nor should they. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Mavericks as we talk about the all-star break. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, we will be doing our top 10 draft prospects for the Mavericks tomorrow. So a completely Maverick-centered you know, podcast. We will be completely talking about through the lens of the Mavericks. And we will be going through you know, all these guys, who we like, who's fallen, who's, who's rising on our boards right now. And uh, we'll get all that. So thank you so much for listening. Again, you can follow me at Nick Van Exit. You can follow Isaac at Isaac L. Harris. And you can find his viralness there as well. Viralness. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>